Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We're a little late if you're watching the live stream. That's because, uh, John, go, if you're following me, wh- were you following me on Leo Threads this morning, Task? Because I, I threaded something out. I think it was like 5 o'clock my time, so it might have been 7 o'clock your time or something. Um, I've been working since then, so uh, I just got good, home. Good thing you had all that cocaine and you kept you going. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, you know, Fillmore by uh, by uh, Flying J, you know. Anyways, how you doing, man? You having a good day? You ready? You ready to talk some cryptos? Yeah, let's do it. We got some. We got some questions, and I, I haven't even looked at these, so I haven't looked at them either. So I don't know what's there. Right. We'll we'll just we'll dive into these. Um, so hopefully, people weren't. Uh, too crazy on them. We're hoping. Could be. Yeah, Never could know. be. Never know. Here we go. Let's dive into your questions. Your questions. The greatest community out of any. You know, before we get into this, I had to laugh. <clears throat> um, I, I frequent uh, the uh, the the boomer uh, social media site, which is Facebook. Apparently, that's what it's called. Did you know that? That's it's. Like I, I all... didn't know, but yeah, I, I it makes sense. Hey, tokenized. Glad you made it, buddy. Hi, tokenized. Glad you're here. Um, by the way, did you see Dip Buckus died? Yes, I did. Okay, I did. Uh, was- no, I, I had I I had never heard it called the uh, the Boomer uh, uh, platform, but it makes sense. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, on. so you visited um, it. I visit. I I frequent it. I visit it because I I consider myself of that age demographic kind of sort of. So uh, I was poking around, and there's all of these people saying how much they're into Web three, how much they're into Web three, how much they're into like this is literally what all a lot of people on my friends, like my friends on Facebook are saying. And every time I read that, I I kind of wanted to go, really, what's your what hive you account? Yeah, let let me let me uh. Let me follow you on Hive. Oh, you don't have a Hive account. I thought you said you were Web3. Well, what do you do for Web3? Let me follow you there. Where are you? Yeah, where are you? Yeah, it's a good. I'm going to do that. I'm actually, because this is actually streaming on Facebook. So if, 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 it, if you think Facebook friends, I'm talking about you, I probably am. Yeah, if so pay do, attention. Dumbass. Pay attention. Yes. Stop, stop saying you're Web3 when you're. <sighs> Anywho, uh, well, I guess we we should stop from the bottom because the, the it is viewing as a threadcast. So let, let's get down to the bottom. Uh, look at that tokenized is here to start us off, and um, we are onboarding a lot of new people, which is great. But now, how do we help getting them to stay? And uh, he will do that. I'm going to log in. What do you think? Engagement. I mean, you got engaged. It, it's this is my main problem with all the the campaigns to try to attract people. And and it's wonderful. The problem is, is if, if you have dead sites, if you have no activity, 
people will not return. It's really that simple. And if, I mean, we've seen it for years on long form. People write a post, they get no upvotes, they get no comments, they get no engagement. They, they ask a question in a comment section, the author doesn't even reply. And so they leave. And, and so if we have threads, which is about the best engagement tool we have, and it's dead for long stretches of the day, what do you think is going to happen if somebody comes in during those periods? They're going to leave if there's no activity. And this is why I've been saying since threads came out, we have to fill it up. We have to put up numbers so that way it's an active site. And when people see that and they see engagement, they see activity and they see people posting memes and they see people commenting on other people's threads and you get conversations and you get back and forth and you get joking, they say, hey, this is a pretty cool place. If they look at it in the last thread was 45 minutes ago and the thread before that was an hour and a half ago, they're going to leave. Or if they put up a thread and say, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Jungo and I just I'm new here. I'm from Canada. And you get crickets, well, what are you going to do? You're going to leave. So, you know, onboarding is great, but keeping them is important. And what keeps them? Engagement. But you got people who, who do 10 threads a day and say, I accomplished something. Give me a mm. fucking break. You did 50 tweets. Well, we got we got to be products of your product, right? I mean, that's especially if we want to. But what you said is so true. If if someone is sitting there going, well, you know, I'm really new here. I'm excited, and I a couple of threads I put out, and then I don't get any engagement for 45 minutes. And look, I refresh, and there's no new threads for an hour. I mean, that that is attrition, though. Like, I mean, people people got the attention span of goldfish when it when it comes to this type of stuff. So, and there's a few questions here. Um, you know, with, you know, the rebrand and, and, and October 9th and all this stuff that, that I think will help, um, with that, but I, you have to be a product of your product, man. I mean, this is, this is what I've been telling people for, for decades now in, in online businesses is like, if you're going to tell someone, if you want someone to buy something off, you join you in something, you, you recommend something to them that they, they look at it, you have to actually use this stuff. You can't just say, oh, go click this because I get an affiliate bonus or click this because all the cool kids are using it. No, you've got to actually use it. And if you're using it, you become the greatest, quote unquote, bunny ear quotes here, marketer out there because you are an actual product of the product. I always thought one of the, the, the no-brainer ideas in the history of no-brainer ideas was was in, in, in the MLM industry, there was a lot of health food and, and weight loss stuff. I always said the greatest salesperson in the world for any of those opportunities would be a big fat guy or a fat lady and show documenting their entire journey being a product of the product. Then it's not, oh, I'm pitching you because, you know, I'm trying to sell you something. No, I'm pitching you because this stuff works. Same with thread. I'm pitching you threads, but here I am. I'm actually using it. I'm actually oh, using this stuff. I'm not just talking about it. What do I say? Promotion is one thing. But the best seller is success. What That's do we not have on Hive? Success. If you had success in any area, if we had 5,000 threads a day, 10,000 threads a day, 20,000 threads a day, whatever it is, if we had 100,000 threads a day, we'd have success. Even if it was, you know, 
a hundred of us doing it. We'd have a lot of success. And then you'd have all of a sudden it'd be like somebody takes that and throws it on Twitter and says, holy shit, look at what they're doing. You know? Yeah. Crazy. It's like, we'd rather tell these stories instead of just building up successes. Tokenize got some really good ones tonight. Thank you, Tokenize, for actually using this stuff. We appreciate you. Do you think yeah, Leo Fine? They'll be upvoted too. Yeah, Try I, that I, on fucking Twitter. I just, yeah, I know. I, I just got to the upvotes. I'm going to upvote as we scroll down. But um, do you think Leo Finance will be able to handle the massive amounts of data that will be transferred once Shorts goes live? Well, yeah, because it, if if they're if they're going to do it. Using three speaks technology, it's going on IPFS. So they're not even hosting it. It's going IPFS. That that's how how three speak handles uh, their videos, from what I understand. So I would presume the shorts operate the same way, unless unless they build their own uh, own uh, storage server. Which I don't know why you would want to do that, but I mean it's. I. I... I, I can't wait for the Speak Network to be realized, if you know what I mean. Once people get it, like not not you, not not the people of Hive, not not the people in you know in the circle of of Hive and Speak, but once the people, the everyday person gets it, I don't know, man. I think it's game over. But then again, I'm very biased. Well, I would agree with you because they're looking. I mean, I said it on a CTT broadcast. I said, you guys are going after Amazon. You guys are going to change cloud. That That's what you're working on doing is totally disrupting cloud. It's an actual disruptor. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to get rid of cloud by any stretch of imagination, but it's looking at bringing decentralized storage, uh, cloud storage to, to the Internet. It's 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 a big deal. You know this protocol that they're building. Any guesses on the new Leo name? I, I'm still, as I, I I answered that that com that that question. I'm I'm still till further notice. I'm back banking on Task.com. I, I think it's Task.com, and I'm not going to change till I get evidence to well, the contrary. Let, let's 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 look at some of the the uh, the, the clues that we've been given. <laughs> it's going to have something to do with. A lion. Who, who's more dedicated to the lion cause than me? Task.com. There you go. So it's I think yes, we should just put your head as the logo with yeah, the Yeah, just uh, just somebody AI uh, a main on me because I'm a little light Perfect. in the main department. I like it. I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I, 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 I honestly have no idea what it is. I, I don't know yeah, who I, I, I have no clue. Like I couldn't even venture a guess. I mean, the only thing during the AMA that was mentioned, I think I mentioned on the show, you know, I'm, I'm listening to Cal talking. I'm thinking like, you know, what's a lion pride, you know, but I I don't, I don't got to be careful with that one now. (laughs) Yeah. That, that conjures up different types of of imagery depending on um, what part of the world you're in. So, uh, and I don't think you're going to get pride.com. So, yeah. True, true. Uh, I I don't know. Well, we'll we'll know in what seventy two hours, uh, ninety six hours. Yeah, but nine, four days from now. Right? Four days, so ninety six mm-hmm. hours. We'll know. Wow, exciting! Yeah, I saw I saw Cal on Threads this morning and on Twitter talking about it. So that will be cool. 
once it gets going. So stay tuned, folks. That's coming shortly. Uh, but this is uh, some fun news here uh, from Tokenized. So, John, someone is trying to impersonate you on Discord. That means you are a big shot now. How does it feel? Uh, I'm famous on the internet. You, you know, you, you're you're definitely you've definitely made it in life, Task. When when there's bots on Discord trying to impersonate you. So I had a whole bunch of people send me notes like, "This isn't you, is it?" So I guess I'll put it out there. I'm not ever going to send you a friend request on Discord. I'm pretty sure I've never sent anyone a friend request on Discord. Do you even have friend requests on Discord? I didn't know that. So no, it's not me. Yes, it's some bot. I would never do that to you guys. Like, but hey, I guess a little bit of ego, right? I mean, I guess I'm famous. Maybe no, probably not. Do you have anyone impersonating you, sir? I had somebody who, who uh, dummied up an account and was posting, you know, Taskmaster 4450 LA or some shit like that. There was somebody for, who did one post and, you know, I, I put out a couple posts and right on the heading I said, this one is not me and put a link. But no, I haven't had anybody do do impersonating on Discord. But then everybody knows I'm not much on Discord. I mean, you said I, I I've I've accepted friend requests, but I couldn't even tell you how to send one. And I don't care to learn. Same dude. I, I have no idea. So yeah. If you get friend requests from Task or I, that's fake. Yeah. If you want to be our friends, talk to us on threads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then send yeah. us a DM on uh, on Discord. There you go. Perfect. John Timms wants to know, do either of you guys speak Spanish? See, si. No. That, that, no. That's why we always have somebody translating. Dude, I know. That's why we bring I, like Eddie I, on or John Snow. I mean, dude, I said this last week. Like, I the all the the Spanish I know is from Dora the Explorer. So I know Vaminos. That's about it. You know, swiper no swiping. You know, that's English. Who, uh, who, yeah, was, who, who, who was who said Andale Andale? That's Speedy uh, Gonzalez, man. Speedy Gonzalez, okay. Yeah, but that's not like that's not, that's that's is that Spanish? Like sure. underlay? Is, is it? Speedy. Is that an actual word? I don't. What the hell do I know? I it, not in English. It's like, not. I don't so. know about it, like that's not a word. How do you know? Well, okay. You don't know. Any, anyone in the amazing Spanish community on Hive, please let us know. Is Speedy Gonzalez? The fastest mouse in all of Mexico. That's literally what he says. Does he say anything in Spanish? I don't think he does. Of course he does. I don't think he does. He's from Mexico. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Anyways. No, I don't know anything, John. I don't know anything. Sunseeker says, "What what would be your message for Web 2 users getting into Web 3? Like how to be here, the mindset. I'm building a message from the community for the event we have at the end of the month. <laughs> what would be the message? Uh, stop sucking. That would probably be no. <laughs> like, see, this is the thing. This is this is the problem with branding it like this. The Web3 brand is out there. I don't think it's properly out there. But if you say the buzzword Web3, people are like, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. Oh, Eliana corrected me. Perfect. Thank you, Eliana. So Eliana knows. And she's Portuguese. And not, you know, anyways. That's a lot um, closer than we are with English. So. True, yeah. Um, but, like, Web3 is a brand. I don't like the brand that it's out there. So 
telling someone you're on Web3 kind of gets a, ooh, the antenna's going. The problem is, and I was thinking about this when I was driving today, it's still really hard to get into Web3, like really Web3. Like, sure, you could join these centralized things and, and you know, this, that, and a third, but to, to get a Hive account is still kind of difficult for the average person. Well, you have to understand keys. But then you again, to, to use the internet in the early days, well, even today, you need to know how, learn how to use a web browser. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's to the point where trying to placate everybody is impossible. And trying to appeal to the masses of Web3, John is right. That's like saying, hey, we got new technology. It means nothing. Saying Hive means nothing. It's a waste of time. Why? Because we've had years talking about this shit and getting nowhere. Yep. What will people join? Something that interests them. Exactly. So if they like porn, you better offer porn. If they like gaming, you better offer gaming. If people want, you know, great engagement, you better offer that. If people want videos at the click of a button, you better offer that. That's where it's at. And if you say Web3, what the fuck are you talking about? What section? Are you talking about finance and DeFi? Are you talking about the incredible opportunities of tokenization and tokenizing your communities? Are you talking about gaming and play to earn and, and, and owning your assets? Are you talking about trading? What are you talking about? Because it's all under this Web3 umbrella. Web3 just means cryptocurrency and blockchain. So... What are you trying to promote? And this is where people, I, I mean, I go back to my earliest day. I'll go back to college and my marketing courses in college. I minored in marketing, which, you know, it's so far out of date because this was all pre-internet. But one of the things that, you know, was drilled into us in the first day, the first page of every single one of these marketing courses was the same thing. You better identify your target market. And then when I got into sales, <clears throat> one of my first sales managers says, if everybody's a prospect, nobody's a prospect. You better hone your message and figure out who you are trying to appeal to. Have a vision of it. So if you're trying to sell something to housewives, you better have a picture of a housewife and your product that housewives use. If you're trying to sell it to a businesswoman, you better have a picture of her in your mind and what benefits you bring to the businesswoman. And they are going to have two totally different needs, totally different set of experiences, and totally different desires. And so when you're talking about Web3, what are you trying to appeal to? What are you trying to bring them in? Are you going to tell them that there are opportunities that are existing, that this is going to be the next generation of the Internet? When you start talking about the next industrial revolution, this is going to be a part of it. If you're starting to talk about how you have the capability to financially benefit, we're watching the merging, the merging of social media and finance. We are looking at inclusion in a financial system. All these 
are things that people might latch on to. They're going to latch on to them a lot more than Web3. You know, here's a simple thing. Do you know all of your communications other than your face-to-face is permission? You cannot do shit and communicate with anybody outside of face-to-face without permission. You want to send an email? You better have permission from Google or Yahoo or whoever you're using. You want to send a text? Your carrier better approve you. you oh, want you want to, to make a phone call, right? Like you want to make a phone call. You want to use instant messaging? You better have uh, permission from that app. Now, I go on to Hive. I got a key. I go on to Hive. I go on to Leo Threads. I enter my key. I put in a message and I put, tag Django. There is no permission required. Django can read that apple that message from eight right. or ten applications and respond to it. And guess what? He needs only to answer to answer, only access to his key. It is permissionless communication. These are things that we have to start driving home, because Web three. It's like why don't you just call it technology? It's like artificial intelligence. When you say artificial intelligence, like what are you talking about? Are you talking about robotics? Are you talking about machine learning? Are you talking about deep learning? You know, what are you talking about? Neural nets? I mean, it's all part of um, artificial intelligence. So this is the thing. Know who you're speaking to. And if you're speaking to college students, that's a lot different conversation than the boomers John is seeing on Facebook. And it's a lot different conversation to speak to somebody in the United States who lives in San Francisco or New York or or Virginia versus somebody in Nigeria or Venezuela or Ghana. These are totally different conversations. And, you know, I'm sorry, but this is marketing 101. If you're trying to promote this uh, something, who are you trying to reach? And if you say everybody, you're not reaching anybody because it's just too broad. I mean, am right. I mistaken, John? Is this marketing 101? I mean, have you talked about this for years? I don't know. I never paid attention. I was I didn't know you, but I'm sure you said, well, if you're gonna write a, an article, if you're gonna write a promotional piece, you better know who you're targeting. Dude, it's it's funny. That's that's the the number one thing out of all marketing courses you could take. You know, back in the day, there was, you know, the marketing mix and the four P's and all that stuff. And it was the the university stuff. But then you start then I started diving into like, you know, the, the, the Internet marketing guys and everything, you know, what they were teaching. And the first thing, just like you said, the first thing they said is, who are you going to be selling to? Who? Who is it? Who are they? What is the customer profile? That's what you that's what you needed to know. And. We, and this is the the problem going back to the problem we have with branding Hive as Hive. It's way too broad. Hive is everything. Okay. That's who are you selling to? Everyone. You're selling to nobody. You're selling to nobody. Exactly. And that's the problem. So I, I think this is why I know why you and I have been so animate over the years of this podcast. Yeah, talking because about we fucking know marketing. We spent decades in it as a career. Right. I, yeah, I well, that too. But, but like we, we, we are not saying go market hive. We're saying go market the apps because who, that's who was what's su- going who, to pull Who was successful, John? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but who was successful? <laughs> Splinterland. Why? They didn't market hive. They, they marketed Splinterland. What yeah. is Splinterland? A, 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 a card playing game, a card collecting right. and battle game. That's what it is. That's who they appeal to. 
They didn't try to cater to the housewives. They didn't try to cater exactly. to the business women. They didn't try to cater to, you know, the boomers. They tried to cater to people who played fantasy card collecting and battle games. That's they didn't even cater to the, the shooter people. Yeah. Shooter gamers, because that's not what they were offering. Yeah. You know. And it, it's the same thing. So if you are going to market and the easiest way to market Leo, whatever the name will be in, in 96 hours, to me is threads. It's like, do you use Twitter? Okay, then you know how to use this. Now, you know, just teach them how to log in and you know how to use it. It's like, okay, there's the box, write what you want and answer to who you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that complicated. But that's where if there's a lot of engagement that gets them going, then they can long, learn about long for posts. They can learn about wallets. They can look up, uh, uh, learn about curation. They can learn about staking. Then they can learn all that stuff. Sunseeker's question did not get answered because there's no easy answer, I don't think, until you get an app. Like well, that's what I would ask them. Ask them what do they love to do, and then find the app on Hive that caters to that passion. Well, and also know who you're talking to and cater your presentation to who you're talking to. And if if, right. if you don't know, then you better either learn or get specific in your presentation and talk about what you think will grab them. And if you, since she's in Venezuela, you know, I would certainly stress the ability to tap in a global economy and the ability to get ahead of the curve of technology in the future and where things are going. And the ability to have your own wallet, your own money, US dollar denominated assets that you control. That's what I would promote in Venezuela just as a rough basis. But certainly if I was going to to give a talk or to, to try to present to somebody, I'd want more information than we have right here. But at least if, if if you tell me the country, I'll say, okay, that at least there's one way to try to narrow it down. But, I mean, that's certainly not enough information to go on. Hope that helps. Thanks for the question. Does your following feed on Leo Threads not work for you too? People I don't follow constantly pop up in it, and it's been like this for weeks to months. I found workarounds for it, but I'm worried about new people facing the bug. Um, I don't know. Put a feedback report in. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I just started using Labs. I mean, slap me now. Um, I loaded up Labs on my phone this morning because I wanted to, you know, use it and engage with it. And the 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 Labs version on mobile works ten times better than the regular one. For whatever, it must be just like, you know, working on it and stuff. Um. Yeah, so that that's what I I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I haven't I haven't seen anything like that, but for everything that I've been using, I haven't noticed that, sir. And he wants to also know, will this be a short cryptomaniac show since the NFL is on at the same time? Dude, it's Washington versus Chicago. I think I speak for the entire NFL community when I say who cares? <laughs> well, Dave Dickey all said that uh, the Bears are putting their 14-game losing streak on the line. I, that's impressive. Yes, 14 yeah. games losing that's, since last that's, year, that's, October. Yes, that's that's not easy to do. That's impressive, man. It's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah. Now, didn't, you know, we have, didn't we have a winless team a couple years ago, like five or six? There was somebody. Wasn't it Detroit? I think it was Detroit. 
well, the the Bucks went in like their inaugural season way back when went like one in fifteen. But didn't somebody finally run the? Table I think it was. I Detroit? think it was Detroit a couple of years we ago. We did get a zero sure. win team, right? Yeah. An zero and sixteen team. Yeah. Well, now you can go zero and seventeen. So. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty impressive. But there'll be a lot of Dick Dick Buckus stuff tonight, I'm sure. So if 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 Chicago doesn't win now, because remember when Walter Payton passed away, that like all the Chicago legends like apparently told the players on that team, Brian Urlacher was on that team too. He said, you guys aren't getting on the bus if you don't win this game. Like that's what the alumni. Yeah. But that, scored. that I think there was a little time before. I mean, Buckus, it just came out like a two yeah, hours like an ago hour that ago. he died. Yeah, right. So there wasn't a yeah. whole lot of time, but true. Yeah. Crazy. Why doesn't Leo finance show the vote value of a hive HP vote anymore? It just shows Leo's side only. Really, I did not know that. Let's see. Um, I did upvote you, but let me uh, let me double check here. Uh, where am I? Here we are. How come it's not showing? Now it's not showing. WTF. We'll go to one that has some vote value. Yeah. Yeah, it's just HPD and Leo. Yeah. There you go. Did not know that. Well, that's shown that. I think that's shown that for since the new UI came out. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Eric wants to know where live stream going to do spaces. You guys are in love with spaces. I I freaking hate I hate spaces. I'm not going to lie. And I know that it 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 attracts people to it. I just I I find the majority of the people in crypto on Twitter absolutely annoying as hell. They're they're just followers. Like none of them have I and I'm generalizing, so bad me. But it's just I don't know. There's something it's just it just stirs me wrong the audiences in crypto Twitter. So I don't really I don't get into any space. I don't even get into spaces for like NFL stuff. I just don't get into it mainly because my life is in utter chaos and I've been working so much, but all I just I, I just never caught on to it. I don't know why. I, and you like it. And and I know the CTT guys love it. And I know Eric loves it. And I just, I never got into it. And I don't well, know. It, it, I, I do the what this week in Hive. By the way, tomorrow's our second episode, 1 p.m. Eastern time on Spaces, Test Master 4450. Uh, and there will be a threat cast. Uh, but I do it just to get some content about Hive on, on Twitter. Um I mean, it, it's a useful tool because it allows for easier, you know, people can, can get on. But, uh, you know, I, 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 you're right. The, the people outside, I, they, they call me Dan summed it up. When it comes to crypto, people on Hive are, are experts and everybody else is really an idiot. Um, because it, it, it's, you talk to most of these people and they don't know what the fuck's going on. But you talk to people on Hive and they understand account ownership. They they understand digital sovereignty. They understand right. um, decentralized node systems. They understand, um, you know, centralization uh, through state. Uh, you know, they, they have an understanding of different technologies. They understand the difference between proof of work, proof of stake, DPoS. Um, you know, this is stuff that... You, you, a lot of these people on Twitter don't talk about. They're just Bitcoin maxis who say, you know, U.S. dollar crash and Satoshi 
everybody everything's going to be priced in satoshi you know how many fucking satoshi in a tuna fish sandwich you moron uh i mean it, it's you know but this is what they do and i think it goes back to a lot of what you were saying john it's inescapable if you spend any time on hive for you not to learn about uh exactly. crypto because you're immersed in it you exactly. have no choice you have to trade crypto because all of a sudden you open up your hive engine wallet and guess what there's four five six ten twenty different tokens and you're like what the hell are all these i don't know do you want them? No. Well, sell them for what you want. What do you want? I want Leo. I want CTP. I want STEM. I want Bro. I want Index. I want, you know, Hive. I want whatever. Okay, sell those for this. Oh, cool. Now I got it. What do I do with this Leo? Stake it. How? Press that button that says, it doesn't say stake, but press that button. Okay, boom, it's staked. What does it allow me to do? It allows you to generate a return. You know, what do I do with this HBD? Well, what do you want to do with it? You want to earn 20%? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay. You know, see that drop down? Put it into savings. Now you earn 20%. Oh, so I'm staking my crypto. Yes, you're staking your crypto. And you're staking uh, your crypto <laughs> at the base layer. It's not on an application. Oh, yes. cool. I mean, this, so well, what's the risk? There is none. There's got to be the a blockchain, risk. The blockchain stops yeah. running. Yeah, That's the blockchain risk. stops running. There you go. There's your only risk. Oh boy, that's awesome! Uh, free compliments. Uh, these are two questions. Yeah, definitely some some fun here. How would you? Because we were talking about it. How would you describe Hive to an elderly person who just learned the basics of how to use the internet? And the follow up is: How would you describe the internet to a Hive person who just learned the basics of how to use the elderly? You see what he did there? <laughs> yeah, that's clever. Yeah, I, 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 I would that. I would direct Bolt to. Uh... Uh, Pornhub and say, okay, get your feet wet there, among exactly. other things, and then, yeah. then, then we'll talk. Yeah. yeah, go to TikTok and watch it, the twerking. How, 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 do you, how do you learn about any new technology or how do you learn about any technology? Porn. They're always early adopters, <laughs> always lead the way, and they're always promoting it. So if you want to learn anything oh. about technology, follow porn and watch porn. what they're doing. Yeah. Whatever they're doing technology wise. Is probably well, show I mean, up. think about a couple of years ago. What was the big talking point? I mean, it was uh, it was hype bullshit with a lot of the metaverse stuff. But what what was porn big metaverse. on? V VR. It was all about the talk was VR porn. I mean, yeah. you know that it the technology obviously wasn't there. But who was right at the cutting edge? The porn industry. Yeah. You know, crazy. Do you guys think Venezuela will eventually overtake the U.S. on web traffic for Leo Finance, according to Simple Analytics? It's getting pretty close. That's from John Tims. I'm, I wouldn't I'm be surprised. I wouldn't I'm be surprised. Nigeria is already ahead Heck of us. Yeah. Go Venezuela. Go Nigeria. Go crush America, please. I like it. I want more of that so I can well, that, that, more that, of those that shows where, and, and we talk about this all the time, that is the epicenter for this stuff because the the baseline for impact is so low as compared to some of the developed countries and hive i i, I say this until i'm purple in the face like that damn dinosaur um <laughs> hive has a unique advantage over everything else out there and it's the distribution system so what John is saying is absolutely the Nigerians know it. The Venezuelans are learning it. You come to, uh, to Leo, you get on threads, 
you get upvoted by Cal, you get upvoted by Jungle, you get upvoted by me, you get upvoted by Tokenize, you get upvoted by Eric, you get upvoted by all these different people, one alpha if he's blowing through. And all of a sudden, you're earning crypto. You're getting crypto in your wallet seven days later. Not only are you getting Leo, but you're also getting potentially some H, a little bit of HBD and a little bit of high power. And depending on how active you are, that could have a significant impact on your life. So, yeah, I would say the Venezuelans, uh, and I wish Sucre, Venezuela is lagging, actually, um, in Sucre. Sucre is not on threads. Uh, Sucre is not on Leo. Uh, really? I have a feeling it's Jon Snow and other people. Yeah, they tell me who you've seen from Sucre. There's not many on there. They, they don't uh, do a ton on here. Omar comes in, and him and I had a little discussion earlier. Omar came came through a little bit, but you, think, you don't see a lot of them from Sucre. Do, do you think, as this is actually the next question from Eric, what are you most excited about regarding the Leo rebrand? That's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to see if dropping the finance from this brand attracts more people. It might from the outside, but on people on Hive, everybody in their brother knows that you can say whatever you want on threads. No, I don't know, though. I really don't know if everyone knows that. It, like, it, it, the people that frequent here know that. But, like, overall, would you say? I'd say within Hive, yes, it's known. Okay. All right. I would say it's known within Hive. Um, I would say... But again, it, it just comes with that change thing. Where, where is Sucre? They're all over Twitter. Right. I, I think it just goes back to that change thing. Uh, you know, how do you get people from Twitter onto threats? How do you get people from YouTube over to 3Speak? I mean, it's just always the same question. And I don't have an answer for what am I most excited about the rebrand because I really don't have an opinion on it one way or another because a name means nothing. I don't really give a shit. I, I mean, I was watching a video today and some lady was going off on Elon about how stupid it was to rebrand Twitter. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> the guy's the richest guy in the world for a reason. The guy understands right. what he's doing. He may act like a total fucking moron at times. He's not a moron. No, he, he's he, a troll. he knows what's going on. He's, he's a troll. He, I mean, he'll yeah. troll people. Oh, he's, he's the world's greatest troll. Yeah. He, yeah. He's not a moron. And... Yeah. So, but again, going back to the marketing, what the fuck's a Google? I mean, I know they're, they're, they're a Google is something, but what the fuck's a Kodak? What's a you know, what what, what yeah. tells a Facebook? Yeah. And, and you, you go and you look at all these names through history and it's like, what the hell does it mean? And it doesn't matter. It's how you market it. It's how you present it. It's what you focus upon. So, and, and I'm a little off topic here. And we don't know that. I mean, on Monday we'll get a new name, and and maybe they'll they'll reveal some more of the marketing plan. I don't know what what's what's planned, but getting a name means nothing. It's like okay, set, to change it to task. Okay, fine. What does that mean? Does that that have any positive or negative impact? None, zero, nothing. It means nothing. Change it to giraffe. It means nothing. It only means something once you start marketing it, once you start branding it, once you start building it, once you start, um, 
you know, getting your color scheme down, you start to focus upon, are we into reliability? Are we into affordability? I mean, these are all questions you need to know about your product or service. And that's what it all ties to. What I am most excited about to answer the question, it's not really part of the rebrand, but I think is the game changer is Leo Shorts. And when I heard that the target is to try to get that by the end of the month, I was very excited. I know the target was for High Fest. It's a technological nightmare from what Cal was saying. But I think you get Leo Threads. Now going back to what Sunseeker was saying, now going back to, to these people on X, now going back to these Facebook people, now all of a sudden, in addition to Threads, you have something that you can promote. Hell, you can promote it to high people. Say, make a 45-second video on your phone and post it here. I don't want to fill it up my blog. It doesn't fill up your blog. This is not a blog post. This is a comment. Oh, so I could do 10 of them a day if you want. Nobody will give a shit. We, I could do 20 a day if you want. Nobody will give a shit. Have fun. Knock yourself out. Right. Um, yeah. I think that's a major game changer, especially since videos were so much more than text and, and audio anyway. For sure. Uh, Eric, with definitely the question of the day, if we release only Leos, how can we bring more women to Hive? Otherwise, it's going to be a sausage fest. Well, you uh, know what? let me tell you. This is what I've noticed over my years of being on this blockchain. Women are very well represented on Hive. Have you noticed yeah. that? Like, I've noticed yeah. that. Like, there's, like, Hive is, it's it's the total human experience here. There's no, like, oh, this is, you know, this is a woman, so I'm not going to read their post. Or this is a man, I'm not going to read their post. Like, there's none of that here. Well, you also have a lot of topics that, I mean, it's so diverse in the topics that, yeah. yes, you know, you, you have, you have, a lot of things women are interested in that they can talk about, <clears throat> you know, are they into finance? No. Are they into cryptocurrency per se? Maybe not. Uh, some are, but you start getting into movies. Women like movies. You know, if you had just cars, man, women tend not to be totally into cars, but women are into photography. Women are into travel. Women are into sociability. Women are into interaction. Uh, you know, and then you get into these, these, these nations that we talked about, the Nigerians, the Cubans, the Ghanas, the, the El Salvador's, the, the Venezuela, Brazil, they're all in the same boat. It's male or female. It's like, well, we got, you know, a government full of assholes and, you know, our economy sucks and the U S dollars crushing our economy even further. And they're all in the same plight. Well, guess what? Hive offers them a lifeline. So I would say, you know, in general, you're right. The Hive does well in that regard. Uh, only Leo's is going to be tough because the only women, for the most part, porn, the women are in the porn, but porn caters to a male audience. So, yes, it probably is going to be more sausage. But, hey, the network effect does not look at genitalia. So, if we get only Leos and it brings oh, wow. in a million horny guys, oh wow! I mean, that's a million people on Leo. It's a million more people on Hive. No, and, man. you know, guess what? There's a lot of simps out there who just start sending in money. We'll let, let them use HBD. We will have HBD becoming the most active stable coin because the simps give in women who show their feet on only Leo fans. They're going to be sending, there will be so many HBD transactions. You'll send HBD to Nifty for showing his feet. So what are you talking about? 
Yeah, but but that's a personal basis because I've right. seen his feet, and you know they're rather impressive. So, Very nice, uh, uh, you know, dude. Nifty, it's not simping. Simping. <laughs> what happens when HPD pumps over a dollar? John Timms wants to know. Can't remember the last time that happened. I remember it was you and I were talking. I think we were it was a Cryptomaniacs podcast a couple of years ago. The Koreans came in and pumped it up to like four or five bucks. Wasn't that something like that? No, that was hot. That wasn't the HVD. HVD went to about a buck twenty a year, a couple of years ago. It actually went up to like a, a dollar two, a dollar three the other day. And, oh really? Okay. Uh, you know, oh. no, that that's just where you know if it if it pumps up, uh, you know that's where the blockchain adjusts itself and where the these arbitrage people come in and they start trading it. And, and keep in mind, you got to be careful when you say when it pumps because. Where is it? A lot of times you'll see it on CoinGecko and it'll say one price. It was like it was like the, the price dropped on CoinGecko to 89 cents. And, and Magna Carta, he even put out a thread. He said, tell me where the hell I can buy it for 89 cents. I'll go load up. And, and, you know, you go on the internal exchange. It's not 89 cents. And so if you see a pump at a dollar four, a dollar five on, on CoinGecko, it's like, OK, try to find it. You know, go to the internal exchange and it probably will not be that there. Go on to Binance, you know, and it probably will not be there. It, it, what it could be, it could be like on Bittrex, which doesn't have very high volume. I mean, that oftentimes is just a paint job where, you know, somebody bought 50 HBD and they paid, you know, a dollar seven. And so that was just what CoinGecko picked up as the last uh, transaction. Um but again, you know, you start seeing these things with any any volume. Uh, that that's where arbitrage will, will come in if it if it's too high, and and that's one of the reasons why the the bridge. Uh, what does he call it? I think it's bridge three. Cal called it. But part of what what the update is with the new Leo bridge is it's going to update the arbitrage bot, and so that will trade PHBD BHBD. HBD and HBD BTC, I think on Binance, uh, mm-hmm. or maybe it's on Bittrex. So what you have is you have the bot that actually is in f- effectively in four pools or four different exchanges. And if it gets out of whack on one, it goes and buys it off the others and sells it there, which obviously then more sell pressure uh, ultimately drops the price down. So that that's how it typically works. It all it all comes down to liquidity, and uh, you know if there's if if there's enough liquidity out there, you'll have these short term variations on different exchanges, but they don't last long. There you go, good stuff. Free compliments. Based on this threadcast, we've now learned that John likes to start with the bottom. Started from the bottom, now we're here. So 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 now when we're talking about uh, Leo fans, so we know John likes the bottom. John Tim's so question. Wife or mistress or both, depending on whatever's applicable. And I don't wife, know what it is. Wife. Takes the other side yeah. of the equation. John Tim's wanted to know if we keep spamming uh, about NFL, are we annoyed that we're missing the NFL game? And he said, never mind. You guys answered it already. Free compliments. Sorry, I missed what you said before about the attention span of goldfish. Would you mind repeating it? After you answer this question, we mind repeating the answer again just in case I miss it. Free compliments is filled with witty humor this evening. I like it. I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, he so somebody tickled his funny bone. 
Yeah. Um, Sunseeker also corrected me completely because Andale is actually Spanish. And Ariba, Ariba is also a word. Andale is let's go, and Ariba literally means up. Let's go up. So Speedy Gonzalez is saying let's go up. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't believe how obtuse you are. Why wouldn't Speedy Gonzalez, the fastest mouse in Mexico, speak Spanish? Uh, dude, I just, it, it was like a cartoon. Like, I don't know. It just sounded like a well, what do you think that is, French? Well, like, okay, Pepe Le Pew didn't say anything in French. Oh, he said me, mon amour. Like, that's all he said. That's French. Damn. Yeah, but it was all like. And, the, was, the, was, and the damn name oh. is French. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. That's not an How Irish name. Anyway, oh, my gosh. Oh, you're killing me. Killing me tonight. Uh, Sunseek, I don't want to make a big deal of using the word Web3. I want to find out a way to make it easy. Oh, absolutely. Yep, for sure. Uh, Chichi Chinzi says, hello, friends. What's going on here? I have no idea. That's a really good question. It's a complete gong show. We've talked about feet and, um, other things. A lot of other things. And, and the boom, the boomers on Facebook who really need to watch boomers. or yes. born to learn about web three. Yeah. Who are you selling to? I think Budweiser should have answered that. Yeah, that was definitely an interesting, the Bud Light uh advertising campaign. Wait, say, what was I missed a question? I was talking well, it wasn't a question. It was like because we were talking about you gotta ask who you're selling to. So John oh. Tims is like, think Budweiser should have asked themselves that. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of a, you know, yeah, yeah, but but Bud Light kind of screwed that up, didn't they? They uh they kind of missed their target market. When, Chris, yeah. when 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 Kid Rock is out there with a rifle shooting your product, it's probably not a good right. image, especially if you're trying to cater to Middle America. Just right. saying. Yeah, good point. Uh, Eric, a reminder, a public service announcement from uh, Team Leo. Remember, remember to tell people to click on ads and poke around. Yeah, don't yeah. be scared to click. Yeah, de definitely. I mean, you have to consider if you have any Leo power, it's only to our benefit. Don't abuse it. Don't be an asshole. But once or twice a day, click on an ad. You know, some of them are actually a little bit interesting. You learn some stuff. I mean, I okay, you, you got the, 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 the roller, the gambling app, but whatever. But, you know, there was actually one that I clicked on that was like crypto financial planning. It was actually kind of interesting. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, send them any money, but yeah. it was kind of interesting. So, yeah, just just click around and, and spend, you know, 30, 45 seconds just seeing what the site's about. And that helps the ad revenue. It helps the, the you know, statistics for Leo. And it, it's a benefit. Yep. These ads, click these. It's good. It's healthy. Uh, going just a couple of comments here. Uh, Eric said uh, spaces is not, not great, but that's where the people are. And I completely agree. It's like a necessary evil um, because that it's not the, the app itself. Uh, the, the app is fine. It's it's more of the audience. And I get that that's where the people are. And totally, that's 110,000%. We should be using Web 2 to bring people to Web 3. Absolutely. Completely agree. It's just... The, the everyday crypto person reminds me of the boomer comments I read on Facebook. The, oh, I'm into Web3 now. Are you then? Really? Oh, I'm into NFTs and, and decentralization. And Are you then? Are you really? Are you sure about that? 
because I'd love to follow you on Hive. Oh, wait, you have no account because the only decentralized Web3 platform you're not a part of. But you're all about Web3. Anyways, that's my soapbox. Um, yeah. Uh, Morpheus got laser eyes. That's from Neo. Do you have laser eyes, sir? I'm not Morpheus. I wish I was. He calls you Morpheus. I know. But that's your nickname. I know. Yeah. But it's Neo, so take it with yeah, a grain sure. of salt. There you go. Uh, when Lambo from from uh, from John Tim's. Yeah, dude. That, I, that, that, well, that, I don't even need a Lambo. Specialize in John. John's John. On his off hours is really working on his Bollinger bands and and I'm doing my TA and one Dude. of these days we'll have a show nothing but the price of Bitcoin, the price of Hive, yeah, and the price of Leo, and when it's gonna moon and where it's gonna get to and with our TA probabilities, we that show will be coming up in the soonish, someday-ish Sooniverse. Sooniverse. Sooniverse? No? So yeah. it's called. Just a gong show. Just an absolute gong show. Um, yeah, when Lambo, dude, I John, I I'll settle for a, a Chevette these days. Like I don't even need a Lambo, man. You know. And all give me a give me an, an Astro van. An old VW bug. Heck yeah. Yeah, Pinto give, 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 give Jungo a 1987 version of the old Chrysler Caravan or Dodge dude, anything, Caravan, whoever made it. Anything. Uh, uh, no. I, you know, it's like no, nobody knows price. Nobody knows when. It's like you can forecast all you want. Here's rule number one of forecasting. Your goal is to be the least wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Who the hell knows? Uh, it's, you know, you can look at macro events. You can look at, you know, what's going on with money, trends, and capital flow. But it doesn't always result in bull runs. So, I mean, we just... Keep going till it changes. And last comment from John Timms. He says, looking forward to the crypto maniacs technical analysis edition. It, it, it will it will garner probably a couple hundred thousand people. In fact, it will be so big we will have to use spaces uh, yes. for it. There, yes. there will be no way around it. And you know. We may break. We may break spaces with that one. It will be so heavily attended. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us. Apologies for being a little late on the stream, but you guys rocked. All the questions were amazing. I got everything upvoted. Thank you guys for taking part. Um, have a fantastic weekend. It's a long weekend here in Canada. We have our Thanksgiving this weekend because we're Canadians and we do things completely different. Um, but you guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Toodles. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week.